Hey, Billy, why don't we tell them what we're about, man? So we're here to welcome you to the Madhouse Chronicles. It's a talk show with myself, Billy Morrison. And me, as the This man, Prince of Darkness, and we watch and react to the maddest internet clips. What do we discuss, Ozzy? Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, all that kind of shit. Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, and all that kinds of shit. Come and join Ozzy and myself. Visit OsborneMediaHouse.com to get special access to... Come to, on! What do you say? Do you think it's the wildest show on the internet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Red Leg Nation Radio, your home for discussion and analysis of Cincinnati Reds baseball all year long. Now here's your host, Chad Dotson. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Red Leg Nation Radio. This, I'm your host, Chad Dotson. With me this week, a name that will be familiar to all of uh, our listeners here at Red Leg Nation Radio. I get to say his name every week when he asks a... Uh, uh, generally an irreverent question in viewer mail. It's uh, my friend uh, Joe Farsing. How are you today, Joe? I am doing well. It's a pleasure and an honor to be with you, Chad. Uh, well, honor, I don't know about that, but it's definitely a pleasure to uh, get a chance to talk to you. This is something that, uh, uh, to kind of set the stage here, Joe and I have talked uh, for a little while over our uh, in our Slack channel about doing some kind of a, a podcast, and uh, we, we settled recently on the idea of baseball movies. We were kind of talking about uh, baseball movies uh, in the Slack channel, and uh, you know uh, that's a passion of mine, obviously. And, and Joe had some thoughts, and uh, so we thought let's let's talk about the the best baseball movies since the season's getting ready to start, and this is the time of the year when I know I'm uh, eager to watch baseball movies and rewatch them. Um, Joe, uh, tell me a little bit about your uh, your love of baseball movies, or uh, you know where, where you're coming at uh, coming um, from. Pretty much just just a lifelong baseball fan and love movies, so it kind of two passions go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's like I said, just, just the passions and they're, they're just always, you know, mostly enjoyable. And there were a ton of movies that came out when I was between what, seven and 13 from, uh, what bull Durham up until, uh, Sandlot rookie of the year, those movies. So it, it, they all just came out in a perfect time for me. So, yeah, yeah, big big run of movies, and we're gonna get to, we'll get to basically all those. But you're right, they're in that one that little that time frame. Um, all of a sudden, you know, you had the the ones for kids like Sandlot and Little Big League and Rookie of the Year, but also you know the from Field of Dreams all the way up, uh, just a, a really good run. Um, yeah, you know, I, mean, I think that uh, baseball has been the one the one sport that really translates well to to movies uh, for whatever reason. Uh, I mean, how many classic movies can you think of for other sports? Not many, right? I mean, uh, I think some of the ones we're going to talk about, they you consider classics, but I mean, if you got rape, you want to count. I was going to say, unless you want to count necessary roughness, and I don't think anybody does. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> I need to rewatch that. Sin, Sinbad never gets, yeah, Sinbad never gets old. That's right. Oh man, um, I was thinking Raging Bull for boxing. You know, maybe you got, and Rocky. I guess boxing had some, some yeah. Movies. Um, but uh, I don't know. Baseball, for whatever reason, has lent itself. Maybe just because it's the na national pastime. So, so, so what we did was, uh, we kind of cobbled together a list of movies that maybe uh, some people would consider uh, for their top ten. And I went to look at baseball movies, you know, and there are um, there's a million, and, and there are a bunch that I weren't I didn't put on this list uh, necessarily because I don't think anyone, anyone's gonna. Uh, Add these to the uh, to their top ten list, but uh, let me see if you've seen any of these. Um, have you seen a movie called uh, 
Ed? Uh, I did not. I know about it. I know it's got what, Joey from Friends right. and a monkey or a chimp or something. Right. Yeah. No, but... I'm not, I've not seen it either. <laughs> but that's a baseball movie. That's not going to be. We're not going to discuss that. Do you remember the, the movie called The Babe uh, where John Goodman played Babe Ruth? Did you see that one? Unfortunately, yeah, a long time ago, and it was pretty terrible. Horrific. Just awful. I, mean, I like John Goodman. You know, he's he's Walter from uh, uh, The Big Lebowski, but, yeah, that movie's awful. Um, the Scout with Brendan Fraser. I never saw that one, but that, it's a baseball movie, they say. Um, Mr. 3000 with Bernie Mac. I did kind of enjoy that because I like Bernie Mac, but, you know, not a great movie. Um, yeah, I... I Watched half of it, lost interest, and never went back. So, yeah. What about Mister Baseball with uh, Tom Selleck? You, you see that one? I really like that because it has Serrano and uh, President Palmer, Dennis Haysbert in it. So I, I actually like that. I think better than it's better yeah. than most, and better than it's rated. Yeah, I don't really. I, I watched it years ago, but I really don't remember it. Um, had Tom Selleck in it, so you know, anything with Magnum PI is going to be good, right? The mustache alone knocks it up a couple points above average. So that's true. That's true. Uh, have you heard of this movie? Uh, Everyone's Hero, an animated movie. I actually watched it a couple years ago with uh, my son flip that I'm watching through Netflix. So I am aware of that. I, I bet I've seen that movie thirty times. It's really not that's good, awesome. but my son just loved it, and so we had the DVD. And so you know, when he was t- tiny, you know, he just want to put it on all the time. So we would put it on. Um, it's really not good. Uh, one last one, Summer Catch. Fre- Freddie Prinze? No, and I've heard, I've heard it's horrible. Yeah, I, I haven't uh, seen that one either, and I'm going to confess something here. Uh, one time, uh, Doug Gray uh, from Red Leg Nation and uh, RedsMinorLeagues.com was on the podcast, and he was mentioning, we've had just a real brief conversation about baseball movies, and he mentioned one that he really liked. And it's one that is... I, I do like quite a bit um, uh, Fever Pitch. And in my head, for some reason, I, I was thinking about Summer Catch. And so I was mocking his love of Fever Pitch, thinking it was that Freddy, awful Freddie Prinze movie. I mean, I can assume it's all. I've not seen it, but I'm going to confess that I've made a mistake. The one time I've ever made a mistake. First time for everything. That's right. All right, let's get into some uh, some, some movies that we have seen. Uh, well, some of them we've seen, some of them we haven't seen. But all, all these are, you know, uh, I think in the conversation for top 10 baseball movies of all time. I'm going to start with Field of Dreams because that's uh, one that's often cited as a uh, as a baseball classic. What are your thoughts about Field of Dreams? That is my number one on my list. Oh, really? Um, it, it kind of hits, yeah, it, it, it kind of hits all the notes. It's There's the mythical quality of it. And, and just as a kid, I loved, you know, it, it was just really cool. You've got ghosts coming out of the cornfield, but... The, the older I get, the more uh, the more poignant story about, you know, fathers and sons. And my dad and I never really got along very well. And after, you know, after he passed away, it's kind of, you look at the same regrets. You never, you know, you never got to have any closure. So that's, you know, that's definitely one that, especially as I get older and now I have my own kids, you know. Yeah. Definitely, definitely hits me differently. And it's it's my clear favorite. Oh, that's good. I, I... Didn't intend to start at your absolute number one necessarily, but this one was my number one for a long time, and it's kind of dropped down on my list a little bit. Um, it's I think number four on my top ten, um, which is still good, but uh, for the reasons you cited and just uh, 
the the speech by James Earl Jones about you know what baseball is that that that's that's always gotten me. Uh, I've said it uh, a number of times, but uh, my buddy Chris Garber, he kind of he used he was making fun of me one day saying I was uh, calling me a gooey field of dreams type fan, and and I, I I've been that way about baseball you know over the years. It's just you know it's something that. Uh, that spans every part of my life. And you're right. This, this movie does kind of, once you become a father, it does kind of, it becomes a different movie in some ways. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, if you have a, a father or especially in my case, a grandfather that introduced me to baseball, it just, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a great movie. Kevin Costner, uh, you know, uh, he looks like he can play. We'll talk about Costner some during, during this, yeah. uh, because, uh, that's been one of his uh, genres, but, I don't know. I just uh, some people think it's too, I don't know, sugary. I guess, which I guess I understand that. But I think if you love baseball and if you're romantic about baseball, that's that's the movie. Uh, I guess that's the best way I could put it. Yeah, it, it's definitely saccharine and kind of fits in with more of a uh, copper type genre. But to me, that's you know, it, it, it's more like the innocence of baseball that's kind of especially with all the cynicism of the, you know, surrounding the game now, it, it, it's refreshing to throw it on and watch it. So, yeah, you know, um, and, and it makes me think that, uh, it, it pretty well encapsulates the way this country by and large, the culture thought about baseball up until 1994. How many great baseball movies do we have since 1994? Not many, you know, uh, the cynicism of the strike and then the, you know, whatever you think of the steroid era. And then now the, uh, sabermetric uh, bent of the game. I'm looking down this list, and I, I don't know that. I think one of them, I think one, on my list uh, came out. No, two, two on my list came out post 1994. That's crazy. So let's go to a, let's uh, move on. Unless there's something else you want to say about Field of Dreams, we could probably talk about Field of Dreams. We could break it down. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, we, we could talk about that for hours, and I'd still be able to. You'd have to cut me off at some point. So, <laughs> right, right. Let's talk about uh, Bull Durham. Now, is Bull Durham on your on your list? Uh, definite top five. I would probably put it as two or three. Yeah, I'm trying to kind of kind of cutting kind of splitting hairs with uh, Major League. Right, right. Bull Durham to me, it's in my top ten, but it's on the lower end of the top ten. For some, for yeah, for some reason I don't know. I mean, a lot of people would consider this the best, the number one, and and I like it. Um, you know, you guys lollygag the ball around the infield, lollygag your way down the first, <laughs> lollygagging it out of the dugout, lollygaggers. Uh, so many great quotes. I mean, it's good. I I never bought uh, Susan Sarandon as Annie Savoy for some reason. I don't know, but. Um, but but uh, but the movie the movie works and it's it's uh, it's the opposite of uh, of Field of Dreams in a lot of ways. Is that fair? Uh, yeah, most yeah, most definitely. It's um, I mean, you can go into a whole rant about how terrible Tim Robbins looks trying to throw uh, trying to pitch baseball, but <laughs> yeah, that's probably my biggest uh, objection. Actually, he's supposed More. to be <laughs> the fireballer. <laughs> um, yeah, that was um, they they should have used. Uh, Charlie Sheen stolen him off the set of Major League and brought him over there. He at least looks like he could throw. Exactly, and that, that's a good that's a good uh, topic actually because some of these uh, movies, 
it's hard to play baseball, you know? And so getting the right actors that can play actually, uh, you know, in some of these movies uh, is what makes it a movie, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, and, and that's why Costner uh, works so well. And, uh, well, you know, we've got some of these movies, we've got actual actual players. But uh, I don't know. Bull Durham, I think I probably underrated. Maybe I just need to go watch it again. But uh, Boulder, 1988, Ron Shelton, who I think was a minor league uh, player, um, wrote and directed it. And uh, obviously, Susan Sarandon and Tim Robbins, I think they're still married, I believe. And they're both in the, in the movie. So um, classic movie, classic movie. Uh, you want to pick another one? To, uh, we don't really have a, an order we're going in here. We're just, we got a list, but uh, I'm kind of bouncing around. Is there one you want, you're dying to talk about? You mentioned Major League a couple times. You want to dive into Major League? Yeah, I actually just rewatched that the other day. Well, tell me about it. Does it hold up? Pretty much. I mean, uh, apparently Charlie Sheen took a lot of steroids to bulk up to uh, uh, to make him look like he's a major league pitcher and could apparently throw eighty five. So he's that part holds up really, really well. Really, he could throw that. He threw. He threw. Could throw eighty five. I knew he threw yeah, hard. I knew. Yeah, he's... yeah supposedly he. Uh, well, I'm granted this is coming from him and. <laughs> Right, but still, take that with a grain of salt. But I mean, I mean, he looked the part. So I mean, that, that that's definitely you know, like, like we said before, having someone who looks like they know what they're doing is uh, definitely a strong point for at least for the action scene. So the, 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 I think the comedy still holds up. It's I mean, I too much of the stupid romance part <laughs> with uh, Tom Berenger that kind of drags it down. But yeah, Rene Russo, that, that storyline just kind of is stuck in there, and it doesn't really flow with the rest of the movie, does it? I thought that as a kid, yeah, and I still think it, yeah. Um, but uh, the baseball mostly good. I mean, uh, Roger Dorn over there, Corbin Burns, and he, he, I'm not sure he could really play. Um, Wesley Snipes, with an immortal character in this movie, uh, Willie Mays Hayes. Just an immortal, one of the you know inner circle Hall of Fame uh, baseball movie characters. But uh, how crazy is it that uh, Wesley Snipes is really good couldn't he wasn't an athlete because <laughs> he, he tried to do the ba- basketball movie and he wasn't really very good at that um I yeah from the from what i heard he's i'm like they uh, the scene where he's running in his pajamas they had to do in slow motion because he was so slow that uh there's there no other way to make it look realistic yeah willie mace hayes was slow what uh but what a great uh, character you know uh tacking his uh his batting gloves up on the wall and you know, I haven't seen it probably in a year or two, but I did watch it uh, a couple of years ago. I guess it was uh, for the first time in a while, and I got I got to tell you, there were lots of laughs still in there. I I think it might be the funniest baseball movie. Uh I'm looking down the list, and uh, there's one or two that I might put in that uh, in that category, but maybe for just you know, sort of. Uh, consistent uh, belly laughs. It's a it's a good one, man. Joe Boo and uh, oh my gosh, so many great characters um, in that uh, in that movie. So uh, you think that uh, you think this year's Reds are going to put a uh, like a, a you know a, a cardboard cutout uh, of uh, of Bob Castellini in the in the clubhouse? Uh, I was thinking March shot go old school. <laughs> I don't know which is worse. Um, <laughs> Yikes! All right. I, I think they'll go in reverse though. To uh, every win, they, they tack an article of clothing back on. 
Oh, there you go. So, so, so by the end of the day, they look like a Sherpa going for a you know four week sojourn in the Himalayas. <laughs> right, 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 right. Please, we got to have more games. We got to get more clothing on this to cut out. Okay, so um, I think uh, let's see, Major League um, and Bull Durham, both yeah, both in my top ten, both in my top ten, and I'll, I'll talk about my top ten, full top ten. Um, here's one I want to talk about. And a lot of people aren't, haven't seen this, and I think that uh, you and I both have seen this one. Uh, let me know otherwise, but everybody wants some with two exclamation points. You've seen that, I right? Love that! Oh, of course, love it. It's I mean, it, it based uh, what did Linklater say? It's kind of like the spiritual successor to Days and Confused, which is easily my most rewatchable movie. Uh, the players look like they know how to play baseball, and it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, this movie came out in 2016, and against Richard Linklater, who is, you know, uh, one of my favorite directors, Days Confused, uh, Boyhood, I mean, just a fantastic uh, director. And it, it, I don't know, it, it kind of came and went, maybe because it's got a bunch of uh, actors who are not particularly well-known. Um, but part of that is because they can play baseball. And it's essentially just a, 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 a comedy, and you get this group of... Uh, college baseball players and you got the you know one or two coming in as, as freshmen and just kind of follows them uh around and and there's not a ton of actual baseball in it but baseball's kind of central to it and and it's really really uh it, that's what i really want to rewatch. let me see if that's it's not streaming anywhere i can't tell um no i'm ne- I, I can never find it on anything hulu you know i'm just gonna have to buy the darn thing so i can keep watching it yeah, I may have to I may have to get the Blu-ray on that one. That's a it really uh, and I guarantee that most people that are listening to this right now have not seen that. At least that's my sense. And uh clearly it's in my top 10. Does it make your top 10? Uh probably top 5. I, I don't wow. think I because it's newer I don't think I categorize it aside, but yeah, I think it might be in the top 5. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's really really good. A, a movie that, that you know, it's not in my top ten that I probably underrated. I felt guilty not putting it in my top ten was The Natural. What are your thoughts about The Natural? I go back and forth. Like, I, I think I want to love it more than I do, if that makes sense. It, 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 it kind of hits everything that I, you know, I want in a movie. But, again, I think it's just uh, that all these that a lot of these movies, they add a romance angle that just kind of drags it down. Yeah, um, you know, Robert Redford's great in it, obviously. I mean, I like Robert Redford. Uh, Kim Basinger is uh, is fantastic. Uh, Barbara Hershey and, uh, you know, that whole thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, the baseball stuff, there's a ton of the what we, what we talked about with Field of Dreams, right? Kind of the the gooey love baseball stuff, you know. But Yeah, and, and that's yeah, I, I do love the, you know, the more mythical, magical part, but... Again, it, it, you know, Robert Redford looks like he can play baseball, but I think some of the other guys, you know, yeah, it, it, I, I should love it more than I do. So I, I it's, it's in my top ten, but I, I understand, you know, that, that it's not yours. Yeah, I just um, it's one that I, I watched again not too long ago as well, and I, it's it is what it is. It's uh, it's a good movie. I like it. I, I recommend it, but I don't know. I just. Uh, when, when you think about that movie, you think about the big scene where, um, you know, the, the, the lights explode, obviously. And I, I guess you think of maybe of the one where he strikes out the, the Babe Ruth type character when he's a kid. But other than that, 
Every movie we've talked about so far, I think they've got these rewatchable scenes, you know, that you can kind of think about, or, or, or lots of quotes. And I don't have any for the natural, other than that finish, I guess. Yeah, and what's uh, what's the quote you talk? Uh, what's the walk down the street and someone said, "There goes Roy Hobbs, the best baseball player ever." Right. That's a great quote, but. <laughs> It is a great quote, but they, you know, stole it from Ted Williams. So right, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah, that is a good quote. That's 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 the only one I could probably think of. Um, can, I, can I throw one out there? And I don't know if it qualifies or not. Yeah, but there is a lot of baseball in it. What about uh, Naked Gun? Oh, Naked Gun! I there, there, there's a I mean, there's probably more baseball in there than in definitely than in Field of Dreams. Probably more baseball, actual baseball being played than. Everybody wants some. Does that count? <laughs> well, sure it counts. Yeah, I guess it, I, I guess I didn't put, have it on my list uh, written here, but yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a baseball movie, and and actually some of the you know you talk about rewatchable scenes and the scene of uh, Leslie Nielsen as an umpire, you know, do, acting goofy and um, that's Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> that's Enrico Palazzo. Yeah, I mean, gosh, oh my gosh, <laughs> that movie is just uh, I, now that movie came out at a time when I guess I was right I was probably a teenager and I just thought that was the that type of humor was just the funniest thing uh um just just the, the bloopers for me are the best part you've got the guy what is he ranging back to uh to field a ball and a tiger comes and attacks him <laughs> right yeah just just completely guy ludicrous scales the wall and, guy scales the wall and his head falls off <laughs> <laughs> right there was nothing too goofy to, to go in there it's so funny and uh I actually you know I, I, I teach a class on uh on criminal uh, criminal law, and I use a, a scene from that movie to uh, not a not a baseball scene, but just to illustrate one of the concepts um, in criminal law. That is uh, that's a good one. I didn't I didn't think of that one, but I think you've got it. Mean, it's not about baseball, you know. But a lot of these movies aren't about baseball. Field of is really not about baseball, if you think. Yeah, about it's it. just the setting or the you know part of the backdrop to it. So I it was one I didn't even think about when I was putting together my list, but someone said something about it. I'm like. Holy crap, I think that's Yeah, yeah, it counts. That's in there. I may have to revise my top ten, that might make it. Um let's see. Any other one you wanna you wanna throw out? Uh we gotta go to the kid one, so Sandlot. Definitely the best of the lot that came out and what, like in two years they had four movies that came you know, kid ish movies, and I think that one's clearly the best. Sandlot Little Big League. Yeah, little big league rookie of the year and uh, Angels in the Outfield. So yeah, Angels in the Outfield, right? I, I got to admit, I've never seen Angels in the Outfield. Should I? Should I see it? Um, I think it's better than the uh, one that came out when the fifties or sixties. I can't remember when the, the one yeah. came out that was, it was with the Pirates or whatever. I mean, I think it's better. I mean, if you can add Tony Danza to any movie, it definitely doesn't hurt things. He's the but, boss. Um, hey, yo. <laughs> um yeah i think you're right of that group sandlot's clearly the best right i mean it's it, and it yeah and it holds up it's it's so rewatchable more than more than just about any movie on this list especially if you once you have kids yeah my, my son loves it i'm trying to get my daughter to watch it but she i can't get her off of watching terrible crap on youtube so that, that's my next project <laughs> good luck with that one good luck with right that. you know um i didn't see sandlot when it came out I didn't see Sandlot until I had a son. Is that is that crazy? I don't know how I missed it. Um, it, it. It came out like, I think I'm probably about the same age as the kids in the movie. So I was, you know, I was in, probably came out in 93, so I would have been in 
seventh grade. So it, it was, like, I don't think I caught it in the movie theaters, but just it, again, it, it just kind of catches them. You know, they, they, the mythical qualities of baseball, how they talk, you know, talk about Babe Ruth and, and everything. So it's, you know, definitely it's a fun movie to watch. Yeah. The Salt and the Swat. You know, I'm looking, it did come out in 1993. And it is, um, that was, here, I'm going to show uh, our difference in ages because that was my first year of college. And I guess I had other things going on than watching a kid's movie, even though I love baseball. Um, I, I, just, I never caught up with it. And, then, you know, after you don't, it, don't, didn't see it when it first came out, uh, well, you know, um, when was I going to until I had a saw? But now we've seen it a hundred times since then. Not, not literally, but close to it. And, and we had a really good time. Uh, my son's uh, baseball team, his coaches decided they were going to rent out a, uh, a movie theater and, uh, got the whole team together and, uh, and watched the Sandlot. And that was fantastic. Kids loved it. I mean, it was really just listening to them react to it. And some of them hadn't even seen it, but the ones that had, you know, uh, knew all the quotes, you know, and this one's one that got a bunch of quotes as well. I mean, this is, and a bunch of like, kind of rewatchable scenes, uh, that, uh, that hold up, you know, you're killing me smalls, um. Uh, the best part is the, uh, the the game between the kind of snotty kids and the Sandlot kids. Yeah. If I were, if my dog were as ugly as you, I'd shave his butt and make him walk backwards. <laughs> right. Yeah. The great Hambino back behind the plate. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> just hammering. He was, the best. he was absolutely the best. You know, like Benny the Jet was the best player. But you, you can't walk walk away from the movie and saying that Hambino wasn't the best. The least character of that movie. Oh my goodness! And that kid, you know, uh, was a uh, was a. I, I saw some. I heard someone say uh, that he if he just came along wrong at the wrong time. If he came along a few years later, he's probably he probably has Jonah Hill's career. <laughs> that kid was yeah, good. Was, uh, I heard that same thing in a podcast I just listened to. So yeah, yeah. So, uh, but again, James Earl Jones. I, I, I cheated on the world's most dangerous podcast, but <laughs> yeah, you just admitted it. I can't believe it. Well, I did too. So I know. Um, you know, and, and, and something that I think that same podcast was talking about, how, how did none of those kids become, you know, have a career? Yeah. Yeah. The only other one that I can think of there was, uh, um, who was the, the pitcher, Kenny, uh, the kid who wore the uh, Kansas city Monarchs hat. He was in a, like mighty ducks. And I think a couple episodes of the fresh Prince. Oh yeah. Uh, and Hambino was in what a few movies and he disappeared, but yeah, there, there, there should have been a couple of the kids that you know turned out you know turned out to be something because they were most of them were pretty good you know pretty good actors. So I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, um, it, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, oh, such great character Squints. What a great character Squints was. <laughs> you know, I mean, just what a classic, classic movie. Um, the it, it, best advice I can give you know is to not ever watch the sequels. I've not seen the sequels, and I did want to mention that because a couple of these movies have sequels. Really, they're 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 that bad. Uh, I watched part of the second one. The third one involves Luke Perry and going back in time or something. So just on premise alone, it sounds like hot garbage. I don't know. That sounds pretty good to me. But <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, whatever his name is from nine hundred two one zero in a baseball movie, going back in time. Yeah. What can go wrong? Yeah, really. Maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, the Sandlot. Um, yeah, it 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 hits the you know um, 
Well, we were having a conversation on on, uh, on the Twitters, which again, don't ever go on Twitter. But yesterday about um, about wiffle ball and you know playing wiffle ball and the rules you, you use and and this movie it's set you know in the in the early sixties. Um, but uh, and you say you were the same age of the of the kids, but there's kind of that timeless thing. If you're uh, there was a, a huge, it, I don't know that it happens anymore, but there you know. Um, get out and we didn't play baseball. We played wiffle ball really, but just that, that feeling of being a kid and it's a summer and you got a, you know, a group of your friends and you're all uh, playing ball. I don't know that kids do that as much uh, these days. Maybe they do. Uh, but, uh, that's where it hit with me, you know, uh, just that sort of sense of, of being a kid and, and having, you know, whole days taken up by this activity, this sport. Um, does that make sense? I don't know if I'm. Oh yeah, definitely. That's, uh, that's what we did a lot growing up. I had a couple older brothers, and the neighborhood we grew up in was uh, it was a pretty large neighborhood, so there were always a ton of kids. And we every day in the summer, we'd uh, we did a play game in someone's uh, backyard, or if the weather was or, you know if it was muddy, um, we lived right next to a cul-de-sac. So someone actually painted bases in the cul-de-sac so we could play you know on the blacktop. So nice. Yeah, you know uh, when I uh, purchased our, our current home, I literally bought the. Uh, uh, there's a lot behind it. And somebody's like, you need to buy that so nobody builds on it. And I was like, well, okay. But then I looked at it and I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to buy it because what a great wiffle ball field. <laughs> and my you know, my son was young. And it was my son and my daughter as well. My daughter played softball through high school um, and uh, and played, uh, you know, travel softball. My son is still playing baseball. Um, he's in high school now and uh, just loves loves baseball. And we, it's a neighborhood where a lot of kids, uh, their ages, and there's, I don't think there's ever been there maybe one or two wiffle ball games out there. I've been so disappointed. They, they play pickup basketball. Um, they get together and do other things, but, uh, I've been disappointed we haven't had more wiffle ball in, uh, in my backyard. Just, uh, I'm lamenting the fact that even kids and all these kids around here play baseball. They love baseball. I just, I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe it's just this. Maybe it's just, uh, the crazy old man Dotson's house that, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's me on my on my uh, back deck out here. Come play ball in my yard, kids. <laughs> that scares them off. I, I can see that actually. All right. Uh, do you want to talk quickly about those other uh, little big league and uh, rookie of the year? I thought rookie of the year was the uh, the best of uh, of uh, of those two. That's my opinion. I, I like that one. Uh, it was funny. I, I have to disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, I know, I, I know. You usually anyone who disagrees with you, you immediately kick them off. But that's all right. I'll give you a pass. Um, I think who who's the actor? Thomas, whatever. One of the kids from American Pie. I think he looked like he had never seen a baseball before in his life. Um, Gary Busey is prominently involved, which is a strike against it. That's a oh, well, that's a strike against it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Rowan, yeah, I, I, you know. yeah, that kid was in, uh, you know, American Pie. That's right, Rowan Gartner. Yeah, Henry Rowan Gartner, and and, and 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 then at the end of the game when he's back to being, you know, just a normal kid who can't throw 185 miles an hour, he's wearing jeans playing like in an actual little league game. <laughs> oh no, he's that kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm looking at it now, and I think maybe you're right uh, because. I think maybe just in my memory, really the only thing I can remember about it is, uh, what's his name? D- uh, Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. Okay. You know, uh, calling him all kinds of crazy names, garden hoser and, uh, whatever else, you know? Um, and I remember thinking that was funny 
This one's 1993, and I saw. I think I saw it at the time, uh, but missed the Sandlot. So, um, so you think Little Big League is better? Little Big League came out I, the, the next year. Yeah, I mean, it, it it had Ken Griffey Jr. It had Randy Johnson. It had actual major league players that don't look like cartoons. Um, I'm looking now, and the ratings are the, about the same. Neither of them get very good ratings. Not, not that the premise was any more believable. A 12 year old kid inheriting a baseball team and then managing it but yeah well you... I, I think it's because junior was literally the coolest ball player that ever lived and him being prominently involved in the uh uh in the climax of the movie just ratcheted it up a couple notches for me yeah i can see that i can see that um leon durham was in it yeah he was he was uh he was on the twins they had kevin elster played oh, yeah. with him uh, they, they they had legitimate uh, Brad Leslie, right? The animal Leslie was one of the relief pitchers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I see that. Oh, wow. I didn't remember that. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Garland was in it, uh, who's like one, uh, a, uh, a link to another movie, another baseball movie that we both have uh, already talked about our love for. Timothy Busfield is in it, who plays yeah, the... Yeah, he, he was a slugging first baseman. Yeah. He was the awful... That, that, that might be the biggest... Yeah, that might be the biggest stretch, but... <laughs> right. The awful brother-in-law in... Uh, Field of Dreams, Timothy <laughs> Busfield. Um, but he was Poindexter in Revenge of the Herd, so there you uh, go. there's some redeeming quality. There you go, exactly. So what a career for that guy. So yeah, as I look back, uh, The Sandlot Man is uh, really outpaces those. Uh, although now, I could see, you know, at some point, uh, little young uh, Kenny Castellini or something, you know, I don't know what his name is, uh, some seven-year-old grandson. I could see him managing the, uh, the Reds at some point, the way Castellini has managed the Reds. Um, but uh, I don't. I think by the time your your tenth birthday, you become senior advisor or executive <laughs> right. VP. Exactly right. Yeesh. All right, so so you know, little big league and rookie of the year probably not going to be on uh, anybody's top ten list. I guess as we, although maybe I don't know. If you like it, you like it. Uh, let's see. Um, you I, you got another one, or you want me to throw one out? You can throw one out. What about this one? And I've only seen it one time years ago, and so I, you tell me what, and I, and I liked it, and I want to, I need to rewatch it. But the Bingo Long Traveling All Stars and Motor Kings. Have you seen that one? Same. I've, I've, it's probably been ten, fifteen years, but the actors in it were absolutely like a list. You had Billy D. Williams, James Earl Jones, and Richard Pryor. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a. It, it, it was about a, a Negro League uh, pitcher being go along, and basically they go barnstorming. And I remember really, really liking it, and you know, uh, pretty good ratings. But I just, it's been so long. I need to, I need, I need to rewatch that one. So it's, it's another movie that you can't find anywhere. But yeah, I mean, the premise is great. I mean, it's a story that no one really, you know, that no one really tells outside of documentaries. Of, you know, the, the Negro League teams that you know. So, and it, the best part is the uniforms that you line them all up and it's like one complete picture going across. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you almost need to see the picture to, to describe it to people who haven't seen the movie. But. Exactly. Exactly. And this is uh, what the, the fourth, third or fourth uh, James Earl Jones movie that we've uh, talked about so far. Um, what I heard was he actually doesn't like baseball, which is really, really disappointing. That is He's in three of the best baseball movies ever. And Yeah. Uh, this one, he's in Sandlot. He's in uh, Field of Dreams. Um, yeah, that's disappointing. Uh, but uh, 
yeah, this is one I'm, I'm looking at. It's it's not streaming anywhere. Uh, that's one that I really want to uh, want to revisit. I mean, Billy D. Williams and Richard Pryor. I mean, I'll watch any movie with right. those two guys in it. Come on. So the bingo long traveling all stars and Motor King. So not gonna be my top ten, but not maybe not because of the merit of it, just because it's been a while. Let's see yeah. what eight men out. Eight men out. That that one's a tough one because it completely like mythicizes the White Sox. And hey, guess what? The Reds were a really good team too. They easily could have won the World Series. So I've seen it. Like the the actors, you know, it, it's got a great cast. What John Cusack, Charlie Sheen, um, Davis, right there, and who's fantastic in pretty much everything. But yeah, it, it over mythicizes. Maybe not mythicizes, but you know. Yeah. Um, it's not like this was the very best team ever and they should have rolled ever and everyone just, you know, Charles Comiskey was completely, you know, hey, guess what? You took money from <laughs> from gamblers. You, you guys were in the wrong. Right, right. Um, yeah, I, I've always wanted to make the write the book or make the movie uh, just trying to make the case that the, the Reds were actually the better team. I think you can make that, make that case, but I'm not sure anybody wants to read that that book but um directed by john sales who uh also directed uh a, a, one of my favorite movies mate one um but uh, he he's also in the movie uh john sales is playing uh ring lardner the, the the sports writer um i don't know i like it it's, okay. it's one that i that i watched uh I don't know, with the last year or two, and uh, I, you're absolutely right. It, it it goes over the top on this is the best team that ever lived. Basically, they're trying to get you to believe. But good cast. Um, I don't know. I like the way they did. I think uh, what who's the guy that played uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson? Um, um is that DB Cooper? <laughs> DB Sweeney. <laughs> Exactly. Outstanding. Um, Close enough. But I, I thought he was pretty good, uh, not because he could play, but just he, you know, I thought the, the Shoeless Joe story to me was always one that was just, it's just sad, you know? Um, yeah. And, and I thought, and, and maybe that just depends on your, your perspective of it, but uh, it just seemed like a, you know, a, a guy who kind of got pulled into it, but then maybe didn't, uh, didn't participate, but got the same uh, punishment. And uh, just uh, DB Cooper here, uh, you know, played that uh, played that role well. I thought he he made me feel sorry for him, and that's and I, I think I wanted to feel sorry for him. I guess if that makes any sense. That, doesn't that make him worse? He took money from the gamblers and didn't even throw, you know, didn't even throw the series. <laughs> that's that's true. He's, <laughs> he's dishonest. Come on. Right. I mean, it's you know, I mean, he, he, he's playing both sides, so he can try to look. You know, I mean, he wasn't this innocent idiot rube that you know they make him out to be that just wanted to play baseball i mean he took money you know you didn't have to take the money you could have just you know i don't know more <laughs> complex situation i get it you don't you, you, you don't want to go against mob backed uh gamblers i get it so well hot take we got a shoeless joe truther here wow <laughs> trying to slam shoeless joe uh no yo, you're right that's that's funny um another charlie sheen movie that's, yeah, that's two Char Charlie Sheen baseball movies here, and uh, Charlie Sheen uh, supposedly, I guess he's a Reds fan. Not supposedly, he is a Reds fan. Um, perhaps not a uh, the type of uh, fan you want to sit next to at a game, but um, <laughs> or to associate with your fan base. But but he's one of the ones you, you have a 
you, you definitely have a lot of powdered sugar for your funnel cakes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't uh, don't take a bite of if he offers you some of his funnel cake. Don't uh, just pass on that, unless that's your thing. Why is he? Why is he sorting funnel cake on a on a mirror with a razor blade? I don't understand it. <laughs> right. Weirdest thing. Oh, oh mercy. And about Charlie Sheen, uh, you know, uh, he's one of this uh, tiny group. I guess who else is in there with uh, Kevin Costner that can actually play the game that have been in uh, in some of these uh, some of these movies? There's not not that many actual actors, uh, you know, who can actually play the game. I think, right? Um, not that I've seen in more than one. There was in Everybody Wants Them who the um, McReynolds, I think I can't remember what the character's name was, but he was the guy with the. Keith Hernandez looking mustache. He looked like he could play, but yeah, those are about the only two that have been in more than one. Yeah, yeah, not a whole lot. So, um, all right, there's there's two more movies that I really want to talk about in some amount of depth, and or actually three, and then we'll uh, see if there's any that, that you want to talk about. The first of those is um, the Bad News Bears, and I'm talking about the original Bad News Bears, of course. Now, this is this is top five for me. Uh, what are your, what are your thoughts on? The original Bad News Bears, Walter Matthau. Definitely better than the remake, but uh, it has been probably 25 years since I've seen it. And I tried I tried to watch it, you know, knowing that this was coming up, and I couldn't find it anywhere to, you know, re, re, uh, yeah. re, re make up my memory. So Yeah, I don't see it streaming either uh, anywhere. That's, uh, that's unfortunate. Um I don't know. Just uh, it, it's it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Uh, you know, Walter Matthau, uh, young Tatum O'Neill, Jackie Haley um, as uh, the immortal, uh, great, probably the greatest baseball player in any movie, Kelly Leak. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. It's just uh, it's, <laughs> you know, the kids are drinking beer in the dugout. It's 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 different. But um, I just I, absolutely again saw it. Uh, as a, probably as a teenager, I guess. I mean, it came out in 76, so I certainly didn't see it when it came out because I was uh, still in diapers. Uh, of course, I was in diapers until I was 22. That's not... Uh, anyway. Um, bad I was news- making a fool. That makes you feel better. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It just uh, It's one that I kind of revisited uh, over the years, and uh, it's just funny. It's just funny. It's ridiculous. You know, Chico's Bell Bonds on the back of their... their <laughs> uniforms i mean it's just now um there's a uh a, one of the sequels there's a couple of sequels i think to this and one of them was called uh, bad news bears breaking training in breaking training something like that and i've heard people say that's good but i've actually, actually never seen that one have you seen that one i have not they said the best of sequels Isn't yeah one where they all load up in the uh in the van and Kelly drives them to the Astrodome. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They're driving across the country or something. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, 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 maybe I need to see it, but again, you can't find any of these. You can't find any of these, uh, streaming, unfortunately. Now, um, you figure with opening day coming up, someone would have bought up the rights and put them on something, but that's disappointing. Yeah, it is. I mean, MLB network ought to, uh, you know, of course it's getting these rights. It's expensive and it's not, you know, but, uh, it would seem to be a logical place. Off-season at MLB Network should be just about nothing other than these movies, as far as I'm concerned. One a night. Uh, easier said than done. Now, um, on my top three, top three, A League of Their Own. Where do you stand on A League of Their Own? 
another one I saw a long time ago, probably just a few years after it came out. I liked it. I mean, I'm a huge Tom Hanks fan. Not a huge Rosie O'Donnell slash Madonna slash Lori Petty fan, but I, I did like it a lot. Tina Davis was great in it. Yeah, this is one. I think this is one of the ones for some reason. I know we someone had a uh, an old VHS copy or something of it laying around. I think, and so it ended up being one of these ones that you just kind of watch all, over and over and over. And uh, my brother and I watched this thing, and also you know had a, had a long run on you know a cable. You'd you'd run across it on TBS or something, you know, all the time. And it's just it's quotable. Uh, it's just the baseball's good. Um, again, I, yeah, I don't care anything for. Uh, for Rosie O'Donnell or, or Madonna necessarily, but you know what? <laughs> their characters were annoying, but they were supposed to be annoying, frankly, but, um, you know, yeah. And, and, and Lori Petty was absolutely, uh, annoying as, uh, as Kit, the, the little sister, but it just, it all worked out. Yeah. Gina Davis, uh, as Dottie, um, Jimmy Dugan, Tom Hanks is Jimmy Dugan, the manager. who's just, you know, obviously there's so many quotes. So no crying in baseball is the one everyone remembers, but, Oh, just to me again, it's top three. It, it's, it's just, it's classic. It's hilarious. It's, uh, you know, um, oh, what's the guy's name? Uh, the Saturday Night Live guy. Uh, uh I can't remember his name. But anyway, it's his best role, but, uh, anyway, funny, love it. A league of their own. So and, I'm going to ask, what's your, uh, top five manager ranking for movies? Oh, top five managers. Uh, well, Tom Hanks is in, in the top five, obviously, it's Jimmy Duke. Um, we got, uh, what's his name from, uh, from major league, you think? Lou Brown, definitely. Lou Brown, right. I can't remember his name. Lou Brown. Um, and, and he'll show you a nice set of white walls. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, yeah, I had this conversation maybe with you, with someone uh, recently, and I was trying to think, uh, of managers. I mean, you got Wilford Brimley from the natural. Pops Fisher. Pops Fisher, very good, very good. Um, the manager in uh, Eight Men Out was the oh, guy. Um, he was the guy from Frasier, that show Frasier, uh, which I never really watched, but I know who yeah. he was on. John Mahoney, I think, is the actor. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, who else you got? Who, who, are, who else is in the inner circle of, these, of managers? In do, do we count the guy from Bull Durham? I mean, he's kind of cartoonish and over the top but but funny yeah no i think so yeah, yeah. So funny yeah yeah i think so what about uh oh gosh uh what's the kid's name what's that buttermaker from but, bad news bears oh yeah buttermaker I, have, I don't know if you put him in there i mean he literally <laughs> they uh after the last game he, he opens up the cooler and uh handing out beers to the kids i mean that's questionable um it beats capri sun well, that's true. I, I would agree. <laughs> Better than a juice, uh, juice box. Um, what about this one? This is out an out of the box type, uh, you know, uh, call for uh, a manager. What about uh, Benny Benny Rodriguez uh, in the Sandlot? He's kind of the manager of that of that team, right? Is he? Is that going too far? Um, I mean, player manager that works. I mean, he's he's doing defensive positioning and. Hitting the fungos. He plays every position. Yeah, he, he, he needs defensive positioning so because he plays everybody. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he counts, I guess. Yeah. Uh, who's the worst manager? The dude from uh, Little Big League? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when you've got when you your players doing your math homework before a uh, one-game playoff against uh, Ken Griffey Jr. and Randy Johnson, yeah, you're, 
your eyes aren't on the prize. You don't think David Bell's doing that uh, with the uh, with the Cincinnati Reds? I he, he, I don't know if he's doing math homework, but <laughs> he's, uh, he's definitely making sure everyone gets their uh, three innings and so their parents don't uh, call and complain. That's true. That's true. He's he's working out the uh, the uh, substitution patterns. I'm going to give you one here, and I don't know if you've seen it, and if you haven't. See, again, you can't stream it anywhere. Um, it was on Netflix for a while, but uh, if you haven't seen this, and, and this goes for everybody that's listening, if you have not seen this movie, you must see this movie. And it is uh, named Sugar. It's from 2008. Have you seen Sugar, Joe? I have, I have not, and I heard it's fantastic. Uh, five stars. I mean, it's, 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 it's amazing. And essentially the story is about this 19-year-old uh, player from the, uh, the Dominican Republic. His nickname is Sugar, obviously. And so he leaves uh, to come to America, and he, he's playing uh, minor league ball in Iowa. And it's, it's, I mean, it's about baseball, obviously, but it's also, you know, a, a kid kind of in a uh, drop down in a culture that's unfamiliar to him and how he, how he navigates it. And it's, it's just, it's just amazing. I mean, it's really, really good. I mean, it's, it's not baseball movie good. It's, it's, it's movie good. And, uh, by the way, there is a, a real life, Dominican-born major leaguer uh, in the movie. Jose Rijo. Jose oh, Rijo. <laughs> good, good guess. Yeah, Jose Rijo is in it. So uh, um, anyway, Sugar is just I, – I, I sing the praises of this movie to everyone. And, uh, and I, see, I found that most people haven't seen it. I don't know how I got uh, lucky enough to see it. It was on Netflix. I, I wish it would turn back up. But anyway, um, Sugar. You got any others that you can think of? I got a, before we just kind of run down the list. Any others that you're really desperate to talk about? No, and unfortunately, I think I know one of the two movies that you're going to talk about, and I have not seen it. I want to guess one of your last two is going to be Moneyball. Moneyball is uh, Moneyball is. Well, I'll I'll go ahead and give it away. It's my number one movie. You've not seen Moneyball yet? I haven't. I've read the book when it came out. And it, it's one of those like okay, I'll, I'll watch it eventually. I'll watch it eventually, and now it, you, you can't find it like anything else. Like n- none of these movies are streaming anywhere. Moneyball recently was on Netflix, but it's was it, it? It, it was it was for because my son. That's why my son watched it for the first time. But it's not there anymore. It was only on there very briefly. Um, you know, you're right. It's not streaming anywhere. Moneyball. Oh, you got to see it. I mean, if you like the book, and I presume you like the book. Yeah. Yeah, big Michael Lewis, man. Yeah, yeah, he's fantastic, and and that book was just it blew me away, just absolutely blew me away. And but then you know you, you hear they're making the movie, and everybody's like, "What? Come on, really?" Had, I could not conceive of any way they could have turned that book into a movie. And then you hear Brad Pitt, and you're like, "Wait, what?" The movie is fantastic. It's really, really fantastic. Uh, you know, it's uh, Brad Pitt, Jonah Hill, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He plays uh, manager Art Howe. Got to put him in the. Uh, Manager's list. Chris Pratt plays uh, our old friend Scott Hatterberg. I don't know. It's just um, it, it's it's the story of that that, that A's team that uh, you know he put together uh, with on base percentage and uh, and nothing and band aids. And it's just it's fantastic. So. Are you, are you there? I'm myself that I haven't seen yet. Okay. Yeah, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. Yeah. What uh, what was the other movie you said you thought that is there another movie that you wanted to talk about uh the other one that i that i think that you would put on your list is 42 um 
It's not in my top ten. Okay. Okay. <laughs> good. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel that bad then. Okay. Hey, so you've not seen it? I have not. My wife's uncle is in it. It was filmed in Chattanooga, and he's a sports writer based out of Chattanooga. And he he actually had a speaking part as one of the uh, uh, press when they were interviewing him. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Um, does he have his Screen Actors Guild card now? Exciting. I don't think he does. He's he's, he's uncredited. I looked in IMDb and he's listed but uncredited. So I don't uh, know if he if he has a SAG card or not. Um, it, it's worth watching. It's it's not great, uh, but it's good. You know, it's obviously the story of uh, of Jackie Robinson uh, breaking the color barrier and. Um, it's uh, it's Chadwick Boseman, uh, not his best role, um, but he's good. He's really good. He's good in everything. But um, Harrison Ford is Branch Rickey, which is strange, but uh, it's fun. I mean, it's it's one that my son uh, likes, and so we've seen it a few times, and it, it's good. It's worth watching. Um, all right, let's let's run down a few more here and see. And if if, you, if you've seen it, let me know. Most of these I've seen, but I don't remember really anything about hardly. Um, Let's see here. 61. A long time ago. Yeah. HBO movie. I think Billy Crystal did it. Um, yeah. Decent. Barry Pepper. Yeah. Barry Pepper. Yeah, right. Yeah. Played, forget he played Mickey Mantle. I don't uh, remember either, but it was, it was fine. It was fine. Uh, what about the battered bastards of baseball? Have you seen this one? No, but I've heard about it and read a bunch of reviews and it's pretty good. It's good. It's really good. It's worth watching. Um, Game six. Have you seen Game Six? This is no, uh, I have not. It's Michael uh, Michael Keaton, I guess. Michael Keaton, yes. Um, and it's just about uh, you know big big Mets fan. Night of the Game Six of the '86 World Series. It's um, it's good. It's not necessarily a baseball movie. Uh, Cobb starring uh, oh, who played Cobb? It, his name just Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not great. Yeah, it's a little better than the Babe, but yeah, sort of in that same area. Yeah. What about For Love of the Game? This is one that people are uh, mixed on. I've heard I've heard some people that really love For Love of the Game. Again, Kevin Costner. I think it's one of my brother's favorites. It's, I mean, it, it you know Kevin Costner in a baseball movie, so you know it's going to be decent at least. But and, you know, give, I, I can pass. Yeah, I just I don't know. I, w- I wanted to like it, you know, but uh, I didn't. I really didn't love it. Uh, so um, here, I'm trying to find one here. Um, Million Dollar Arm. Did you see that? I'm trying to make sure it's the one I remembered. I did not. That's the John Hamm, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had it written down. I'm just trying to look up to make sure it's the one that I remember. I only saw it once, and I liked it. It was fine. Uh, I give it three and a half stars out of five. I see here. Uh, yeah, John Hamm is a a sports agent trying to save his career. So he decides to go to India and uh, find uh, a pitcher from uh, cricket players in India. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. It's not bad. It's worth watching. I mean, John Hamm's good in everything. I just have to say John Hamm's in it. And my wife's up for a movie night uh, for some reason. I don't know. All right. Fever pitch. We mentioned it earlier, but is that one that you like? I actually haven't seen it because I don't care for either of the stars, and it, it could be the it could be better than Godfather. But <laughs> if, if I don't like who's in it, then it's hard to hard to get past. You know that's that's funny because uh, again I don't care, care one thing 
uh, either way about uh, Jimmy Fallon, but I don't know. I just I don't know that I've seen a good movie Drew Barrymore's been in since E.T. Um, you know, but I will admit I watched Fever Pitch because uh, the author of the book, one of my favorite authors, uh, Nick Hornby, and he actually wrote it about uh, soccer rather than baseball and about a garbage soccer team, Arsenal, ugh, the worst. But but anyway, it's, it's a good book, and I, so I watched the movie, and, and I only watched it the one time. Again, it's not one I'm not going to revisit a, a Drew Barrymore joint, but uh, I remember when I watched it, thinking, "Boy, this is pretty good." I, I enjoyed it in the moment. So you may want to consider watching it. It was it was it was fun, and it, it made me uh, wish that uh, you know it made me want to be a, a red season ticket holder and you know uh, experience what the, what they were experiencing. But of course, the Reds don't try to win. Um, so I would suggest watching it. Let's see here. What else do I have on the list? Uh, the rookie. That's the one about, oh, uh, Morris. Yeah. 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 The, the, Dennis, eight, yeah, the Dennis Quaid. Yeah. 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 80 year old pitcher makes it to the big leagues. <laughs> something like that. It's pretty good though. Right. So it was fine. It would be better if someone besides Disney made it. So it wouldn't be corny. Like him throwing past the, uh, speed gun on the highway and it, he throws 95, but the breeds 75 or so, you know. Right, right. too Disney corny, but, you know, it, it, not bad. Definitely definitely watchable, but. Yeah, that's a good point. The, the, the Disneyification of that is uh, is maybe questionable, but uh, but, but pretty good. But pretty good, I, I thought. Um, let's see. Here's one that uh, I feel like we need to at least mention. Uh, Kim Burns' baseball documentary. Have you uh have you seen any or all of that? I've seen all but what was the last one that he came out with a couple of years ago, like the ex- extra innings or whatever. Yeah, tenth inning, I think they called it. I, yeah, okay, I haven't seen the, uh, I haven't seen that, but uh, yeah, I watched the, uh, I saw the rest of them whenever it came out. Was it ninety four or whatever? Yeah, yeah, uh, that that hit me. You know, I was a I was a huge, uh, a bit, well, I still a huge baseball fan, but I remember that came out. I was so excited and um, ended up getting them on. Uh, on VHS and for a number of years up at, probably up until uh up until I got married uh I spring training every year I would just basically turn turn them on every night as I was going to bed I'd, I'd fall asleep to the baseball documentary every night as, as spring training rolled around this is how uh, insufferable a baseball fan I am but um you know somebody said they're on Amazon Prime now I don't know I haven't seen I, I got the Blu-rays now so you know we've watched them but um it's good. It's not accurate, but it's still it's still good if you love baseball. And uh, and my son I learned a lot about the early days of baseball from that. Me forcing him to sit and listen, watch. I'm an awful father. Right, last movie I want to mention, and then if there's any that uh, that you have, uh, let me know. But the Pride of the Yankees. Have you seen the Pride of the Yankees? Gary Cooper as Lou Gehrig. I have. I have not only because I expect it to be very. I won't say contrived, but again, just sappy and overwrought. Yes, it is, and it's so good. <laughs> I, I almost, I almost put it in my uh, my top ten. I mean, the baseball's not great. Gary Cooper can't really play baseball, and he doesn't look like Lou Gehrig. Um, and it's completely, you know, uh, obviously they had the the real life speech from from uh, Gehrig to uh, you know to 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 use that up the up up the sappiness factor. But it's good. It's really good. Uh, you know, I would encourage you if you ever if you find it to watch that one. 
All right, Joe. Any you're also you're also a closeted Yankees fan too. So I mean that that probably adds to the uh, value for you, dude. Really? Come on. Ah. <laughs> oh, I I can't argue with you. Everybody claims I'm a secret Yankees fan. I got to have one team that tries to win. I'm not a Yankees fan. I'm a Reds fan. All right. Um, any other any other movies that uh, we've not touched on that we should? Um, not that I can think of. I think we've hit pretty much the entire repertoire that everyone's heard of, at least. Yeah, I mean, there's some others that I haven't seen that you haven't seen, probably. And there's a ton of baseball movies. There's a bunch of bad ones, but there's uh, there's this. I'm gonna give you my top ten, and then if you want to give us a list of yours or however you want to uh, tell me where, where your list looks like, you can. I mean, quickly, my my top ten. Everybody wants some at number ten. Bull Durham at number nine. Sandlot at number eight. Major League seven. Number six, Eight Men Out. Now my top five. Bad News Bears at five. Field of Dreams at four. League of Their Own at three. Sugar at two. And Moneyball at one. Doesn't that make you want to watch Moneyball and Sugar, my top two? Sure. Uh, I mean, your opinion has nothing to do with it, but yeah, of course I want it. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've never once paid any attention to any of my opinions. I, I, I get that. I accept it. What's your What's your list? Can you give us some sense of what your the top of your list looks like? Um, let's see. Starting from... Uh, five, we'll probably go with uh, probably Natural, then with Major League, Everybody Wants Some, Sandlot, and Field of Dreams. And then a whole bunch of them kind of cluster between 6 and 15. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. So what I'm hearing here is uh, um, three movies that a lot, of, well, Moneyball, a lot of people saw that, but Sugar and Everybody Wants Some, I think, uh, are, are a couple that maybe are less seen that I think... Uh, Certainly, in the case of everybody wants some with two exclamation points, we'll agree. We'll agree people need, need to go watch that. It's really it's if you like Dazed and Confused, you're going to love it. I think is the and who doesn't like Dazed and Confused? Yeah, so. it's, it's it's great. Both of them. Yep. Well, Joe, this double, was fun. What's that? As a double feature, throwing both on back to back. Oh, perfect, perfect. Okay, so Joe, um, any thoughts? Any this is this has been fun. Yeah, this is. I've been looking forward to doing this. So. Um, Definitely enjoyed the heck out of it. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, absolutely, we're gonna. I think we've uh, decided now that uh, it's clear that uh, that you are far more talented at talking about uh, baseball and baseball related topics than me. We're gonna have to get you back on at some point. I appreciate you taking some time, and uh, we'll do it again. All right, thanks a lot, Chad. See you, man. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Red Leg Nation Radio from RedLegNation.com. Subscribe to Red Leg Nation Radio on iTunes or through your favorite podcast app. And join us for discussion of all things Reds at RedLegNation.com. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week.